Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. What if we do a podcast where we listen to other podcasts and then just just talk shit about them? <laughs> it's showtime. Podcasts are the best, except for when they're not. Come to think there's really just a handful that don't suck. And that's where we come in. W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P, everybody. W-A-T-P. Did you hear, I Miss is retiring? Did you hear the bit that Howard was doing the other day where he was going back and talking about how bad he was doing the W-N-B-C? W-N-B-C. Hello and welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts. We listen to podcasts so that you don't have to. I'm your host, Carl. With me as always is Kevin. Hey. Hey, Kevin. I'd like to remind our listeners, you can visit us at whoarethese.com, our Facebook page, or on Twitter at whoarethesepod. Email the show, show at gmail.com. We're always looking for podcast suggestions. Also, if you agree that we're not the worst human beings to exist in the world, why not give us a positive five-star review on iTunes? Today we'll be reviewing a podcast called Worst Meatball Sandwich Ever. A suggestion from a listener named Matt. Kevin and I have both listened to the show separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. So without further ado, let's get into it. Kevin, Worst Meatball yes. Sandwich Ever. We listened to episode 23 that was about the DTW. This is a show that's hosted by Bob and Dave from the IT and the D show. And the episode that we listened to also featured a guy named Mark Pants, who's the voice of Mustard Onions podcast. Yeah. Does that, uh, does that, does that make any sense to what I just said? It did, because I was listening like halfway. Like I kind of zoned out in the beginning of listening to this show. Yeah. And um, I was like, it sounds like there's like 10 people in this room. <laughs> uh, and then I, then I read the, the, you know, the Instagram page and stuff. And it's like, oh, there's just... There's just two people, and then I found out there was a third person. So I was like, all right, that, that makes more sense because there's only three people. But uh, holy morning zoo. This is very morning zoo-ish. Uh, I'm going to start off a little bit different than usual. I'm going to say there's a few things about this show that I liked a lot. Mm-hmm. First off, I really liked the premise. I'm going to play a clip that talks about the premise of episode 23. We decided this would be an amazing time to go and check out the one-star Yelp reviews from not only DTW, but United, because you have every right in the world to leave a one-star Yelp review. And we have every right to find you, read them, and mock you. Okay. So the premise of the show is they read one-star Yelp reviews, and then they goof on the people who wrote those Yelp reviews. I love it. Great premise. Yeah. 
Right. I, 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 I agree. I think it's genius because these people who have no fucking lives who get on and bitch about the burger they got at McDonald's. What did you think? What did you think you were going to It was an 89 cent burger. And that's pretty much what the show is. They just, they goof on people for their ridiculous one star reviews. And yeah, love the premise. The other thing I love about this show is they very much keep on task. It doesn't meander. They don't get off into personal information or anecdotes. It pretty much just keeps a good pace. All right, let's read this one. Let's read this one. And they just go and go and go. It, it moves along nicely, right? Yeah, I mean, it flows together to the point where you you don't even know if they're talking about a new review. Right. Uh, they're yeah, just, yeah, yeah, they're just on it. Like yeah. there's, yeah. It moves, it moves very quickly. So those are the things I liked about the show. Let's get into the other things about the show <laughs> that we should discuss. I want to start with a clip that sums up the show for me. And uh, Kevin, I also listened to an episode number 34 that's a little bit more recent. And this show was um, recorded somewhere at like an event. So there's a bunch of noise in the background. I don't know why they did that. But I thought that this clip right here really sums up the show for me. Uh, This is specifically what I kept hearing over and over again. I went here one time, never again. The food I got wasn't good. I'm deaf, so I can't hear what's going on in the background. The food wasn't good. <laughs> I, what do you have to do with that? I, I got nothing. <laughs> All right. So that, that clip right there gave me an ISO that I just love. I, what do you have to do with that? I, I got nothing. <laughs> this show is not them reading Yelp reviews and then making comments about it so much as it is them giving their goofy voices of the people writing the Yelp reviews. It's all just goofy voices. Yeah. They, they randomly pick, uh, you know, old Western guy to read a review. Right. Uh, one of the clips I had too. this, see if you can place this impression. It's uh, track one. I posted pictures below in the photo section, literally the worst experience I've ever had at any kind of restaurant. So, have you heard that voice before? Where does it sound familiar? I think I grabbed a similar clip. Is it? Is it this? Same? Is it this? Called to complain and was hung up on by a manager. I posted pictures below. In the- yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I have the yeah. same clip. I actually have someone who I think it sounds like. I think you're going to disagree with me, but I had, <laughs> I had because it's like this. Like there's a bunch of shit in the person's mouth. So I had this. Now you all just sit there. And keep your mouth shut while I go listen to my Britney Spears records. I thought it was Shelly Marsh, (laughs) Stan's sister from South Park. But I think you have a different idea. Yeah, yeah. If you could play my other, it's 1A. (laughs) Uh, Meg, you need to fulfill your contractual obligations. What are you talking about? (laughs) All right, Meg. According to the contract, every night you have to put on my pajamas. My mom's record is 12 seconds. Okay, so again, it's the giant retainer and all the shit that's in the mouth right. and why yeah. they have to talk. I'm trying to talk over under shit, my mate. This is what these guys do. This is the comedy of the show. This is a comedy yeah. show, but the only thing that is supposedly funny are the voices that these guys use to read the Yelp reviews. Yeah, I mean, the, the Yelp reviews themselves are fucking ridiculous, too. I mean, obviously, they're choosing. Yes. You know, I mean, the people that are writing these things, like you mentioned before, I I, I just don't understand what compels someone to write a review for <laughs> well, pretty much anything. I, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't know. It doesn't whatever. Uh, but this guy, they do a lot of impression. Now, I'm the last person that should be criticizing somebody's impression skills. That's why I'm so uh, glad you're on this show this week, because yeah. it is all voices all the time. Yeah. So, uh, like, I have, uh, they do some, uh, is another character that they do. It's uh, track three. And the McNamara Terminal at one of the end has gotten rid of the food cart, most of their fast food. I attempted to get a quick burger at Gordon Biersch, but they were way behind and could not guarantee my food before my flight. Yes. <laughs> this character, whoever that guy is, I can't tell the, the host apart, but whoever that guy is, he does a lot of these people in that voice 
Right. That seems to be a reoccurring bit. I have a couple examples of it. This is um, this is one. I think it's the same voice here. When has Metro Airport become a food dessert? Desert. <laughs> that's desert, Bob. Des- how do you spell dessert? It's one S. Oh. Dessert has two S. Food desert. So that's actually really funny because I have to tell you that my wife bought this salsa that was desert pepper salsa. And I, I looked at it and I go, why'd you buy dessert pepper salsa? She has never stopped making fun of me for that. So I made the exact same mistake that this asshole made. I don't know the difference between desert and dessert. I don't know which one has one ass, which one has two. I don't know. How could I possibly know that? I uh, actually, Carl, I live in the desert. You live in the dessert, right? Yeah. But I, I also that. live in the dessert. Yeah, I live in both. Clearly. So here's another clip where the guy is doing the same thing. They kept delaying our flights because we had no stewardess. And one of the things that you always hear with this voice is the last word in the sentence. He has to drag it out. That's how you do this voice. You drag out the last word. Uh, There's another example. And I think this one's pretty funny because they're talking about, I think it's someone they know. They go, oh, it's Maria. Oh, Maria. And he's like, let me try to do Maria's voice. I'm going to do my best Maria impersonation. Um, we came in here for dinner last night, had the absolute worst experience. <laughs> so that's episode 34. And again, it's just the exact same voice. All right, here's, here's, this, here's my impression. You ready? Like, yeah, we know that one. We got it. <laughs> We've heard that impression. Uh, it's just so, this is so cringy because then I realized that I do the same thing. <laughs> I disagree. Show. I disagree. I mean, don't you normally do impressions of people specifically, not just random Yelp reviewers? Yeah, I mean, or, you know, fictitious characters and, you know, uh, 80s shitty cartoon villains. Oh, you do? I didn't like know that. that. <laughs> like, like who, Kevin? <laughs> well, I don't know if you've said for me in a long time, but here I am. <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. Bring it back. All well, the favorites. Do you um, want to hear uh, Cobra Commander read a, a shitty Yelp review? Yeah, actually, I kind of do. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let me uh, find one real quick okay. here. Uh, shouldn't be too hard and, and uh, good old Tucson. Let's, okay. Uh, <laughs> some shitty restaurants out got. there. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what we got here. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Slowest service ever. Quality of the sushi is fine, four out of five, but the service is one out of five, so you can't enjoy the food. We literally were served food about every 30 minutes, and that's with us putting our next order in right as we got our food. What kind of restaurant is this? <laughs> so wait a second. In we're literally doing the exact show that we're making fun of. Is this what's going <laughs> on right now? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, let me try. Uh, let me get a Yelp review. No, I'm, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> the other thing that these guys do, Kevin, is uh, they they do try to crack each other up. And they're talking about the, the episode we listened to is all about the airport and these Yelp reviews about the airport. And, you know, you can only bring on three ounces of any liquid on your carry on. Right. Right. So here is the uh, the hack airport joke. That that fourth ounce of shampoo could really cause damage yes, to somebody. That's the thing. <laughs> so you're out. you know, I want to know what's the deal with those peanuts they give you on the airplane, Kevin? You know those tiny little packages of peanuts when you get three peanuts in that thing? And and oh, what about a... what about these guys who never ask for directions? What what's that all about? Like, what's the problem, man? Women would ask for directions, but guys, they just they just don't want to. And you know, Kevin, I don't know if this guy's ever thought about this, but Gilligan's Island. You know, the professor could turn a coconut into a radio, but he couldn't fix a hole in a boat. <laughs> what? Uh, what's that all about? That's some amazing observations you just made there. <laughs> Did you come up with all those all, all yourself? Yeah, man. I mean, you could only bring on three ounces of water onto an airplane because if you brought on four ounces, oh, watch out! <laughs> Holy shit! And, and yeah, that—that uh, that is the morning zoo aspect of this show that is depressing. Again, I like—I like, I like yeah. the premise. I like these guys, but there are some aspects of this that's just uh, so douche chilly. Yeah, I I kind of like some of it. I I mean, I actually like the the majority. I, I would say of the show. I, okay. I I I thought 
the the concept is really good um you know it it made me a little self-reflective on the impression side but uh it the thing that i i heard or felt that it was suffering was it it just had too much over talk i mean there's three people in there and it yeah. was you know it's hard to kind of know what the hell's going on at times and i i have a clip um of them reading and, and that was the other thing too like they read yelp reviews and they are misreading words um or they're stumbling and stuff and that's like whatever i get it because i do the same thing but uh, uh whatever i wanted to be nitpicky so <laughs> okay play number two here you go cooperate no. Co- Co- not, Cooper. Not, not, not not corporate which is no, what she co- meant co- she co- meant cooperate yeah well these people need to cooperate right there, now, there's a lot of that going on explaining yeah, and, the i mean spellings. that was an obvious well they were obviously like you know the, the person misspelled something and they were we're goofing on that that aspect and stuff, but it's like there was times that they would just stumble over stuff, and it, it, I understand it is difficult sometimes to read shit. Well, you would know anything uh, from anything, uh, Carl, uh, as I've done many a voiceover for uh, this is true. for your other projects. That this uh, is true. you know, whatever's in front of me, I will read, whatever it, it's bad or not. So, reading um, sentences that people type that are nonsensical is very difficult to do out loud. You do have to get a running start to make that happen. But they're very nitpicky. If you spell a word wrong, they'll say, there was too much salt. T-O much salt. They spelled they spelled two wrong. I'm like, okay, whatever. It's Yelp. I've seen a lot of fucking typos on Yelp. Is this what we're talking about? I thought we were talking about what a douchebag you are to complain about venison chili in an airport. I thought that was the point of this show. Because I can get behind that. That I can get behind. Well, that was uh, the other thing. They they know a shit ton about their airport. Oh, like, yeah. I, I, yes. Right? I mean, like, they knew, like, that there wasn't a pizza place in Concourse A. Right. And like, wow. So, it, all right. Then l- let me talk about this because this is on the Detroit Network Podcast Network or something like that. They're yeah. very much protective of Detroit and Michigan, and they're all in. And uh, there's this reoccurring thing that keeps happening I'm going to play a clip that gets into a couple of things here uh, where the guy doesn't know which voice to do, but I don't think they ever do, so I don't even know why he goes through this, but listen to this. Oh. One airport to avoid. I don't know why I chose this voice, but here he goes. Sounds like it. Flew Delta twice this year and was stranded in Detroit two times. Romulus. All right, so you heard at the end there, the guy goes, Romulus, because these people keep saying that they get stranded in Detroit but the airport is in the suburbs, which is a place called Romulus. And this comes up again in this quick clip. But I don't know what I was expecting. Isn't everything in Detroit effed up? <laughs> wow. It's Romulus. It's Romulus, Bill. Yeah. They get upset when people are pissy about Detroit. And, well, you're complaining about Detroit, but you're in Romulus. It's called the Detroit Metropolitan Wayne County Airport. It's okay to make that mistake. Most airports are not in the si- middle of the fucking city. It's, it's pretty right. common. I, I, I didn't understand that whole fucking nitpickiness where they kept, you know, complaining that, listen, you're in Romulus. You're not in Detroit. Okay, whatever. We get it. It's fine. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. they're, they're obviously very uh, fiercely protective of their, of their city and stuff. And I, I get that. I, I mean, you know, I... I think I get that. I've lived in a bunch of different cities in the past few years, so I can kind of give a fuck about the cities that I'm in now. But anyway, uh, I mean, these people, they're obviously very passionate about it. I'm on their uh, podcast Detroit uh, Instagram page, and they've got got a lot of shit going on. Even on their their official page, podcastdetroit.com, they have – they have a ton of shows on there. I was really surprised, actually, how big their network is. Um, Is that surprising, for, though? Doesn't everyone have seven podcasts? Yeah, but I mean, they got like, like a crazy amount. Like uh, they, I, it's I don't know. I I just thought that that was pretty impressive. They seem to have put together a, a pretty good little, uh, you know, site of all the stuff that they have, and uh, and there's a little bit for everybody. And I'm, and I, I feel like I'm fucking advertising for them now. You so, know, I, uh, I have to go back to this analogy I make all the time because you and I have been in, in the rock scene for a long time. We played in a lot of bands together and in other people's bands. 
And this thing happens where your band's not very good, no one gives a shit. So rather than get good and build a fan base and a following, you set up shows where there's 80 bands on the show. It's like if everyone just brings out two people, we're going to have 200 people at this fucking show because there's 100 bands. So you play these shows where nobody gives a shit, but there's a lot of people there and you feel like it's a good thing. It's the same thing with these podcast networks. Like none of these shows are popular. Nobody listens to them. But if we get 300 shows on our website, then maybe we can get 17 subscribers because someone's mom's going to be into it. It's it's the same kind of idea, right? Yeah. yeah I I'm less than impressed, yeah. I guess. <laughs> I can definitely see your point there. I want to go back um, to this thing where the guy wasn't sure what voice to use. It's funny because sometimes they're they're like right in on it with their, oh, I'm going to do this hilarious voice. You guys are going to love it. Then other times they second guess themselves uh, like this. Uh, Tony, I, I don't know how to do a uh, young sounding cranky millennial voice. Uh, so I'm just gonna... Oh, you don't know how to do the voice? No shit, Sherlock! No shit! No shit, Sherlock! Shit, they don't know how to do any voice. None of these guys do good voices. I like that he's like, oh, well, this guy, Tony, I don't know how to do this guy's voice. Yeah, I know you don't know how to do this guy's voice. You haven't done a single good voice yet. I'm waiting for you to do he's one got, good voice. He's got Vocal Fry Girl. He's yep. got Neil from Family Guy. Yep. And he's got Western Dude. Those are like his, his voices. Well, then, then this comes up. They finally have an opportunity to do a voice that's specific to the person, and he won't do it. Ming, I'm, I'm not going to do cheesy Asian voice. I'm not, because I'm not getting a slapped in suit. Uh, but Ming wants us to know that she hates this airport. I hate this airport. There is no good that can come from flying to DTW. So finally, they, they pick someone who would likely have an Asian accent, and the guy just reads it straight. All right, this is what <laughs> Ming said. Ming said, hey, I don't like this place. Like, uh, just read them all straight then. That was your chance to actually do a goofy voice. And you're not going to do it. I love that they were like, you know, uh, uh, afraid that they were going to get sued or something by like, the I Asian know. community. Right. People are going to get very upset about this show no one's ever heard. What about like... What? <laughs> Don't I know about that? Boy, that, that was a, yeah, like I say, that was a really uh, poignant statement you just made. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> um... Like, you know, people are uh, like the entire Western speaking, you know, people are all going to get pissed off too. like, oh, those sons of bitches up there in Detroit uh, ripping on uh, talking like this when I'm in the airport. You know, like, <laughs> right. Yeah, you'd think like the, the millionaire Texan would be very upset about some of the uh, <laughs> that's the way I talk. Yeah, start shooting pistols. Yeah. <laughs> oh, where can I get myself a gosh darn meatball sub around here? <laughs> hey! <laughs> um, all right, so this is, they start talking about, the one guy goes off on this bit that he's pretending he's done before, and I'll, I'll play it and then I'll complain about it. The boarding gate notified all of us that they couldn't find or locate our co-pilot. He was drunk. <clears throat> he was watching the game! That's what the best. Have you ever, like like dressed up like a pilot and then just sat in the airport bar and gotten schnockered. Like you can't do that as much anymore. No, after it's 9/11. not funny anymore. <laughs> Have you ever gotten drunk, dressed up as a pilot in the airport? The guy goes, it's not funny anymore. Right. Because the man show did it in like 1999. That's a, oh, that's yeah, a that's bit right. that they did. It was a funny bit. They're wasted and they're like roaming around the airport. They're dressed up as pilots. Funny bit. This guy acts like he invented it. We're 20 years later. <laughs> And uh, the guy's like, yeah, 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 no, that's not a funny bit anymore. But it continues. He goes on and that. So he's already put out the premise. Like, oh, remember you could dress like a, a airline pilot and then like drink at the at the bar there. And that, that's a funny bit. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah, we, we've seen that. But he's all in. Like dressed up like a pilot and then just sat in the airport bar and gotten schnockered. Like you can't do that as much anymore no, after 9-11. No, it's not funny anymore. <laughs> no, it's, it's <laughs> no, like, well, because you can't get to the airport bar without an actual I've worn my Judge Smale's head, but I don't think there's a ship. <laughs> I mean, they got me back, confused. Back in the good old days, you could just walk into the airport bar dressed up like a pilot and just get hammered. It was amazing. <laughs> oh, that's, that's good living right there. And then he laughs his ass off at his premise that he didn't come up with. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> you've never done that, asshole. You've never done that. That's not a thing you've done. You didn't invent it. You have never done it. It was a funny bit on TV. You saw it, and now you're pretending as if you came up with this premise. <laughs> and then there's this. At least the man show is only 20 years old. This fucking uh, throwback, I don't know who is enjoying this little bit. 
Fran W. of Detroit Metropolitan Airport, DTW, replied and said, We are sorry to hear this. I have taken your review and afforded it to the appropriate management. Thank you for making aware of this, Fran W. It's, I give you I, – I will give you 20 bucks if Fran did anything other than laugh. I have, I have a feeling Fran is Lily Tomlin working for the phone company. Emily, let's, oh, yeah. Yeah. Is that the character's name? But just like we're the phone company. We don't have to Yeah, care. we don't have to <laughs> Kevin, they're laughing about they're, they're laughing about the Willie Tomlin bit. That's from 1976. <laughs> I'm not kidding about that. They're they're giggling about Willie Tomlin. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Then there's the, that time we uh, we we got this uh, the black friend of ours, and he, uh, he dressed up as a white guy. <laughs> Remember? And then he went there and saw <laughs> what, what the treatment would be like if he was a white guy acting. You know, a black I, guy acting as a white guy. You can't do that anymore, <laughs> Kevin. You can't do that anymore. That's funny though. Yeah, we used to do that every weekend. That was great. Yeah. I think his name was Eddie Murphy, if I'm not correct. I, that was our friend, right? Uh, I, I think you saw that on television 42 years ago. I could be wrong. <laughs> I love uh, their reviews. Now, their their iTunes reviews mm-hmm. are are pretty interesting. So they only have 10 okay. total reviews. Uh, and they have uh, an average of four out of five star total. So... Uh, one of the bad ones. Oh, la da must be nice. <laughs> Positively reviewed podcast. Um, they are, it says, sounds like a wacky AM radio show. This isn't funny or wacky, just <laughs> annoying people talking. That's one of the reviews. One star. Um, another uh, uh, another long one here. This is this is an interesting one. I gotta believe it's somebody that they know. Uh, it says worst podcast ever. W U R S T. Okay. <laughs> November sixteenth. I've been listening to the show for ten years, and it jurist keeps getting worse and worse. Oh. I don't know who put these people on the radio, but they are horrible. All caps. The grammar is atrocious. They're vulgar. They're p h r e. So it's like I think that they're playing on. Some of the, like whoever wrote this is playing on the fact that they nitpick all these little words because they were intentionally misspelling them all. Definitely. Um, uh, yeah, it says at the end here. So I will not ever return to listening to this show ever. Update for 2017. I am still listening to them. They are still not funny. Okay, yeah, that's, a, that's either one of the hosts or one of their buddies, for sure. Yeah. Full of inside so, jokes that people always love to read on iTunes reviews. Give me the inside <laughs> jokes. That's what I always say. I want to know what's yeah. going on with this podcast. Tell me shit I don't understand and we'll never understand. That'll be great. Right. Please share that with me. <laughs> um, Kevin, I did put together a compilation because of the two episodes I listened to, these two or three guys went through all of these hilarious voices that we've been talking about. Here's a quick compilation of all the voices that you uh, you might have heard and cracked up at. She did not say sorry, offer me alternative location, or smile. Horrible security coming back into the U.S. Flying is stressful enough without starving. This occurred at the Detroit DTW in parentheses. All of us fought and fought with spirit manager Omar. If you fly AA, DTW does not fly out on time. Now, and the waitress said the following. Flew Delta twice this year and was stranded in Detroit two times. Mr. AB, who would like you to know that security guards are the worst. It would have been nice to receive an apology. You want to know what's amazing, folks? The staff is nice, but the bar is terrible. They kept delaying our flights because we had no stewardess. These had about four to five bites of actual meat. It was more a miss than a hit. What a mistake, Bert. First, Yelp offered a thousand points to make a reservation here. This place sure isn't what it used to be. I'm deaf, so I can't hear what's going on in the background. She also stayed to cook eight when he was fine. Even they wouldn't eat the food. Ha 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 ha. BTW, this is my first review I've ever posted, so that's saying something. Absolute worst experience. Holy shit. Mo- most of those voices are just embarrassing. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like uh, fucking hanging out with Rich Little. <laughs> uh, so, 
You might have heard him. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know to do with that. <laughs> is it? Oh shit! Is it like hanging out with Rich Little? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> what do you do with that? I, I got nothing. Oh god. Um, you might have heard him try to do a uh, Ernie impression from Burton Ernie. Yeah, yeah. All right. This is from the episode 34. He hears that the guy's name is Ernie, so he has to do this. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna hop down to Ernie. Because I, I love it. Ernie, oh, Bert. Oh, buddy, Bert. Ernie. In fact, I feel like I have to do the review in this voice now. Oh, oh, Bert, Bert. I would normally go across the street to the sushi place, but since the weather was bad, decided to go to the Loon Cafe. Time to quit talking. Oof. <laughs> That is... I love that that one drop from that fucking show. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that, that fucking whatever it was like that horror show or whatever. Um, when they're not <laughs> doing terrible, stupid impressions, they are making poop jokes uh, like this one. Liz, uh, got, Liz got the poopies. From, she did. From Moon River. It was a rough night. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude. No fucking way. All right, here's here's one from the episode that you and I both listened to, episode 23. And again, this is just hilarious poop jokes because a lot of people on Yelp complain about restaurants because it gives them diarrhea. And so these guys are like, oh boy, time for the diarrhea <laughs> jokes. Here we go. Which means she went with poop butt and that means toilet paper. Scott's heart head poking out. <laughs> she pooped and didn't wipe. And then... Was that from Man Cow? No, <laughs> dude, that is from our friends Scott and Todd. Oh my god! The only thing I could think uh, of when I was listening—the only thing I could think of when I was listening to this show, Kevin—if you remember back in the Jocktober days of O and A. They would play the Scott and Todd show, and you had this, you know, Scott Shannon, who's a legend. You had this guy, Todd Penningill, and this fucking guy was such a goddamn hack, and he would do these crank calls where you had all these different shitty voices. These guys reminded me of Todd. Here's a couple examples of prank calls from Todd from the Scott and Todd uh, morning show. Yes, acoustic hearing service. Yeah, my name is Wendell Clump. Yes. Hello? Yes. How can I help you? I was in your place the other day, and I was form-fitted for a hearing aid by uh, Miss Mayman. Miss Newman? Yeah. Wendell. What? One minute, please. Hello? Yes, Wendell. Holy shit, this fucking hack. So that whole prank call, the joke is his hearing aid doesn't work. So for four and a half minutes, the guy's going, what? Huh? What did you say? (laughs) Holy shit. Uh, here's another example of this fucking Todd and his amazing uh, voice talent. New York State Thruway Authority, Mrs. Bennett speaking. Can I help you? Yes, hello. To whom are you? Mrs. Bennett. Well, great. This is Abdul Kohayam, and I wish to speak with a live person instead of a crazy machine with a problem for which I am a victim. Of course, this guy ripped off the jerky boys nonstop. Yeah, I was gonna say it sounds like he's like just doing a shitty Jerky Boys yeah. impression. Well, you remember listening to these from Jocktober, right? Yeah, I do now. Now that you mention it, and yeah, because I remember they used to play that. So yeah, oh my god, I don't know why this has not been part of WATP until now. He would end all of his bits with that. As if it's like, okay, now it's time to laugh, everybody. This just got really funny. Alright, here's one more. And you know how these guys, when it was an Asian person named Meng, they're like, well, I'm not touching that. Well, guess what? Todd is not scared. Hello, can I help you, sir? Who is this? This is George, the salesman. Can I help you? Yeah, I got a major problem with the purchase I made from your store yesterday afternoon. Pardon? I've got a major problem with the purchase I made from your store yesterday afternoon. 
Yesterday afternoon you were here. I took my dollar, Ming Chao, off of Force and Yoga, the TCBY, and then to your place for a new VCR. Okay, I, t- I take back what I said before. I'm glad they didn't do the Asian oppression. That's just painful to listen to and so racist. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> Fucking asshole. Todd is. Ugh. You know what the worst part about this is? Is that YouTube now thinks I'm a huge Todd fan. That I think Todd is hilarious. <laughs> you know, like, it gives you the suggested videos down the right-hand side. It's just all fucking right. Todd prank calls now. Like, I just want to watch live ween videos. But no, it's just fucking Todd prank calls. YouTube's like, this guy's all in on Todd. He thinks he's hilarious. Like, fuck! His algorithms oh, are working God. against me. Um, all right, I got a few more clips that I, I want to play for you, uh, Kevin. Here's a voice all that right. you probably didn't hear from episode 23. This is from 34. And this is when someone's larger set, this is what they think someone sounds like. Liz, to me, sounds like a like a, one of these type of people. Big lady, yeah. big problems. I should have reread my review from last year and not ordered the short ribs again. Does that sound like a big lady's voice to you? No, it sounds like uh, fucking the guy from Anchorman. What's the fucking guy from Anchorman? Whammy! Sounds like him. Oh, like he's a, okay. Oh. <laughs> I didn't even pick that up. It just sounded like yeah. an asshole making a shitty fat guy voice. Oh, I'm yeah. a big fat guy voice. Like any you want to know? Shithead can do that. Fat guy's voice sounds like. <laughs> yeah, let's hear it. Hey, I'm a big fat guy. <laughs> I'm a big, uh, big fat guy. This is a fat guy voice. And if you want to hear what a fat woman voice sounds like, I'll put Roseanne in in post. <laughs> Um, all right, here's another thing that they do in the episode I listened to, Kevin. So it's bad enough that they're doing impressions of every single Yelp reviewer in a, a different, weird, shitty voice that's uncomfortable to listen to. Then they get to this person named Caroline and decide it's time to start singing. And this this is rough. Oh, here we got Caroline from Sterling Heights. She's a local. Should I sing it in Sweet Caroline? Is it Sweet Caroline? Should I sing it? <laughs> we came here on a weeknight. Da, 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 da. There was only one chef on hand. Ba, ba, ba. <laughs> I believe our waiter was forced to tell us. Uh oh, retard alert. Retard alert, class. <laughs> he goes, Her name is Caroline. Should I sing it? The answer is no. The answer is always no. Should I sing it? Definitely not. Please, please do not do that. So this guy, that little clip that I just played, Kevin, that's just the beginning. This guy's all in. He's like, oh, I've discovered something here. I'm onto something. So he continues on singing. And I end this clip where the other host goes, okay, that's enough. I I think we're good. So good. So good. So good. The... Uh, Michigan Paros was pretty good, but it tasted like the Paros was sitting in a crock bottle day. All right, enough. Okay. So you heard that guy. He's like, uh, you know, he was playing along. He was doing this so good. He was singing the lyrics. And then he's like, all right, that's enough. The other host did not agree that that was enough. He continues on. And here is even more of the Sweet Caroline review. <laughs> For the long dinner ways, the turtle cheesecake was good, but not a couple go back to. All right, I'm done. Thank you. Thank you, sweet Caroline. All apologies to Neil Diamond. First time I sang a review. That was amazing. Nope. It actually worked in a couple minutes. It actually did. It was good. No! Be more funny. That actually worked. No, it, it definitely did not work. It, it was. It did not work. It was very it makes difficult me want to, to read a review as, in, a, in a song. What's a what's a good uh, a girl's name song Ooh. That, that's come out? Um, yeah, a good one. How about uh, ja, 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 Julia? Got me uncontrollable. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Is that a bad example? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe uh, I, I was thinking like Gloria. <laughs> Like that, you know. Okay, I, yeah, yeah, there you go. She gave me one star. Oh, yeah. So I don't know anything but the chorus, so that doesn't really work. But I did find uh, another uh, uh, review okay, that I want to read. Uh, I'm going to see if I'm going to read it in, uh, I don't know, what, 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 what kind of voice should I read it in? In, in, the, in honor of 
this meatball podcast. All right, in honor of this meatball podcast, I want to hear what Nicolas Cage thinks about this restaurant that he went to. All right. I'm giving it two stars because the appet I'm giving it two stars because the appetizer macaroni and cheese bites were very good. I had the calzone for my main meal. The bread on the calzone was very bland, not really any taste to it. The sun-dried tomatoes were missing that tangy taste. Lastly, the cookie dessert sucked. It was very hard and dry. I'm very picky about my food. This place was not good. Well, at least their calzones aren't the best, and their cookies are a no-no. Not coming here again. On a positive note, the service was good. (laughs) I think you're onto something. Nick Cage reads Yelp reviews should be your next podcast. (laughs) Cage on Yelp. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So I did something, Kevin, in anticipation that you would be all over doing voices on reviews. I sent you some recent WATP reviews. I just emailed this to you. Check your email. These are recent reviews for WATP that I definitely want to hear different characters. I'll let you go at random, whatever you think is right, to read through some of our one-star reviews on iTunes for WATP because they continue, people. We're we're still uh, one of the most poorly reviewed podcasts in the history of podcasting. <laughs> All right. Trying and to get it to open. While you're pulling that up, let me just play this. All right. <laughs> what the fuck? All right. <laughs> Wow, so <laughs> All right, here we go. Right. I've, I've got the file. I am going to read uh, this first one here. It's okay. going to be uh, an old, a deep pull from WATP history. Leon? Uh, no, no, <laughs> no. This is he was a, a one-off character okay. that uh, came and visited us once. Uh, here we go. I get it. <laughs> you don't like other podcasts. Every show you listen to is shit in your eyes. Maybe if you guys were successful podcasters yourselves, you could pass judgment. But I listened to your 100th episode, and you all sound like you live in your mom's basement. <laughs> I know that you don't. You sure sound like you do. Do me a flavor and quit with the autism jokes. <laughs> the sad thing is even if a podcast isn't good, someone interested in t- invested time in c- to create it. <laughs> Do you really have to tear everything else apart? Dude, you and your buying of misfits are weak. <laughs> <laughs> that was that fucking clown that hung, that hung out with you that one time. Yeah, that was Dorkles. Dorkles the clown. Dorkles the clown. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was a good read. Yeah, this, this person is upset that, well, first off, Quit with the autism jokes because apparently that's all we do is autism jokes. Every, every yeah, episode. Yeah. It's just packed full, more autism jokes per minute than any other podcast you'll ever listen to. That's all we do. Uh, And then this asshole talks about, you know, people put a lot of time and effort into their podcast. Yeah, well, guess what? They shouldn't put it on the internet. That's the fucking problem. That's where the disconnect happens. If your podcast is garbage, keep it to yourself. Don't put it up on the internet. Because then it becomes public, and that's when we pounce. That's the problem. All right. Uh, Kevin, I got some more on here for you. A couple shorter ones. All right. Let's see uh, what else we've got. I liked that this person. Hold on. Getting back to this person that you just uh, read. He said, uh, he listened to our 100th episode, and it sounds like you live in your mom's basement. And he says, I know you don't, but it sounds like you do. That's actually one of the (laughs) fucking funnier lines I've ever read (laughs) on a review. He could have just left it at that. You sound like you live in your mom's basement. He's like, but honestly, I think you guys probably have careers in, in your own houses, and and you know that that's cool too. But I just it just sounds like maybe you still live with your parents. Was my point? I guess what I'm trying to say is I know you don't live with your parents, but it'd be a funny goof if I was like you guys live with your parents still, right? <laughs> uh, anyway, moving on. Stop making autism jokes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else we got? Uh, I was hoping this would push them below too. That was. Uh... <laughs> Another, yeah, another that, one that came. That out. one's funny. He gave us one star, and um, it, the title of that review is 2.0 out of 5.0. Hoping that we would get below a two if, if this fucking asshole gave us a one star review 
I'm going to get them so far down that people are going to think twice about listening to this podcast. Well, I thought it was a 2.1, but if it's a 1.9, then I'm not going to waste my time with this nonsense. (laughs) All right, moving on. We got another one here. All right. Uh, Two immature dudes passing judgment and making fun of people, hard work, and pawning it off as a comedy. Ironically, it's very childish, yet the podcaster himself revived some backlash. He revived he himself revived some backlash for his poor taste in humor and was surprised he was dealing with quote unquote kids. Wow. Now that was funny. If you like to waste your life time in life, then this is the podcast for you. They literally have no value. They bring nothing to the table but negativity. Yeah, I agree. You like how I said I said lol. <laughs> I do like that. I read lol. Lol, I read LOL as lol. Lol. Uh, I agree with everything that, that person says. All right, moving on. The next one is titled Morons. <laughs> All right. Uh, what do we got here? Uh, <laughs> this one's good, too. I think this is a uh, a woman. Tracy Lee is the name. It appears they have a worse rating than the podcast they make fun of. Bunch of idiots. <laughs> is that... Um, Oh shit! What, what's what's his name on uh, baskets? Why can't I think of his yeah, name? Yeah, well, right that, now? That, he he's got a little, a little bit more southern twang oh, in, right. in his voice, but yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it would be a little bit more uh, more like this. Maybe uh, you can read actually. the last one there as as uh, what, what what is his name? Dale Dale from Baskets. Maybe you can go, read yeah. the last one as Dale. These guys are why there are so many issues in America. They're enforcing the idea of making fun of others and bringing them down, especially on topics that have no room for this kind of kind of talk. Grow up. <laughs> they are enforcing the idea of making fun of others. I don't think he knows what enforcing means. Yeah, I don't think that means what you think it means. <laughs> I don't think so. <clears throat> we are what's wrong with America, everybody. That might be our new tagline. <laughs> WATP. What is wrong with America? Well, thank you for reading some of our reviews. We worked it into the show somehow. Yeah, somehow, somehow I've done I've done even more equally bad impressions than the <laughs> folks at the Meatball Podcast. Oh, I have. can't wait for I can't wait for the reviews to come out as people these guys make fun of people for making voices, and then they just go ahead and make voices. Actually, they I, make I, shitty voices too. I have an ISO; it's perfect for this. Oh, this show is going to get such bad reviews. All right, Kevin, I uh, I have a couple more clips that I want to play. This one I call trying very fucking hard. Sam's part is watching Elodie go get the same treatment we did last night. Women finally had to talk around the restaurant to find a way just to get boxes. And we started to go as a bartender for a bill. I did a couple manager plus a table and joke. Maria. 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 Sorry, Maria. Yeah. He gets very worked up on that read, and I don't know what he said. I couldn't understand it at yeah. all. Why were they – like I saw on their – well, I was stalking them on Instagram, and I saw that they're at some con- like Comic-Con or some convention or something. And uh, why would you do this podcast live from like a convention like that? Um, because like you itself. need a lot of attention. I was thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> They're literally just on the floor of this convention. They start off the show by saying, we're at this blah, 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 blah. Um, I've already done a round. I've walked around. There's some cool things going on. Okay, let's get into it. So there's no reason for them to be there. It's not like they're pulling people in and having them guests with them. They're just there doing their show. So people walk by and be like, oh, what are these guys doing? We're podcasters. Thanks for asking. Have you ever heard of our podcast? Would you like to know about it? It's like, no. Why are you guys here? Go back to your basement. What are you doing? It's so embarrassing. It's weird. Like, I I feel like if you were going to do that show, you would, you know, like you said, like try to pull people in or like, you know, maybe do a show about what you're seeing at the, that's the whole point of doing a remote, Mm -hmm. you know, would be to, to kind of interact with it in some way, but they just like did their exact show. At another location, which is it's just embarrassing. Me, but... It's just embarrassing. When I first saw that they had live shows, I thought, oh, these guys have a big audience. They actually have people coming to the shows. I'm thinking about how did this get made, where they'll sell out a theater. They'll actually sell out a theater for two shows in a row and 
have all these people come in and participate in the show. I'm thinking, oh, wow, these guys have something going on. They're doing live shows. No, they're just literally in a place where there's other people. Like, it's like, Kevin, if you and I just went to the mall and just plopped down <laughs> at the fucking food court and started recording a podcast, like, here we are at the mall next to Arby's. We're going to do our podcast now. Like, what are these fucking losers doing? Can you guys just right. do that somewhere else? It's not even a good place to do it because it's just fucking background noise is annoying. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's I mean, actually it what, it's what like... my buddy Maynard does. He fucking hangs out in a cafe and records his podcast. Why, Maynard? Go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I kind of like the idea of doing a show in the mall. I think that would be uh, pretty cool. Oh, yeah? Oh, shit. Do I still have yeah, let's that do background it. sound? <laughs> I don't think I have it on my board anymore. W-I-T-P. We're, we're here, everybody. We're uh, next to the Wetzel's Pretzels uh, kiosk. Uh, we're doing our show here. Stop down. Uh, we will ignore you because we will not be talking about anything that's happening in the mall. We're just here for the background noise, everybody. Hey, Kevin, uh, it looks like they're bringing in a grandfather clock is for sale. Yep, yep, they're going to plop a grandfather clock down right next to us here. This is odd that oh. they would try to sell this in the mall. That's very weird. I, I love how you crowbarred in the sound effect and then made it try to try to make it work. It's weird that our mic is picking this up so well. It's as if the mic was right inside this grandfather clock. Oh, and now someone's gonna pour a soda over ice because we are in the food court. <laughs> Here they are pouring that soda. I forgot to mention, we are across from the store I Love Clock. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a big, uh, it's it, very, very popular here at, at, at the mall. Uh, we'll try to, you know, talk over the clock sounds uh, and the fizzing of soda from the Wetzel's Pretzels. Oh, wait, hold door. on, Kevin. I don't mean to interrupt you, but hey, look at right there. There's Fred Flintstone. Let's see if we can grab him. Hey, hey Fred. Hey, Fred. Oh, oh he ran away. Damn it. Oh, son of a bitch. He's so fast. He's so fast. I hope he doesn't drop something on his foot. Oh jeez, Fred! Oh, so clumsy. Why, why was he playing? Why was he playing with those giant comical two-ton weights? <laughs> Kevin, let's go out to the parking lot. See what's going on out there. Oh jeez! Oh, he's in a hurry, huh? That guy must have—he was here for the specials over at uh, J.C. Penny. Oh god damn it! I have the worst fucking soundboard right now for what we're doing. I don't have anything <laughs> that makes any sense for this shit. It's it's. Uh... We're backstage here at the uh, Price is Right now. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, this is not this is not working out. I got to put the uh, the wet cave and the shopping mall clips back on my soundboard <laughs> that we used before. All right, I got one more clip. Uh, this is again. He's like, I'm not sure which voice to use, and then uses the same voice he always does. I, I'm not quite sure what voice to use for Kanisha. Who looks like a Kesha? It looks like she Kesha. wants to be Kesha. Yeah. Uh, the crab cakes were bland. Isn't that the same voice that you always use? Yeah, I, I, I can't really get down on on somebody too bad for this since I just read five reviews and it basically the same fucking voice. So <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> uh, what did you think about the sign off for the show? I thought that was a, it was kind of weird. Way to sign off. It was I, I have a, a, a version of that. Uh, it's number five. Do us all a favor. Try that worst meatball sandwich that one guy on Yelp ever had. See you soon. Beat it. Yeah, I actually kind of liked that. See you beat soon. It. Beat it. <laughs> I was down with that. That was funny. I mean, it's no sleep well every pony, but it's uh, it's pretty good. You know, I've been thinking about that. I've been saying sleep well every pony since we did the Brony podcast. Right. Back a couple of years ago. Does anyone know why I say sleep well every pony? <laughs> Do I know why I say that? I have no clue anymore. I feel like, was that their sign off? It was. I, I think I should change okay. it to beat it. Beat it. All right, Kevin, you got one more clip on the board. You want to play it? Yeah, this was just, uh, you know, one of the uh, one of the folks on the show here. Uh, it's just something I can relate to. They were talking about uh, escalators. So I'm a fat, lazy fuck, right? But I would never complain about escalators. I thought this was actually a pretty funny take. <laughs> yeah. uh, like, <laughs> it's like, uh, thank God for escalators. That's all I got to say. That, that's uh, coming from a fat guy to another fat guy. 
that's uh the yelp reviews important. the yelp reviews are ripe for comedy because these people say ridiculous things that's why i was disappointed in the execution of the show because you could have taken things like that and and this person's complaining about the escalators like you just have to stand there what are you complaining about this is right literally the most luxurious thing about the day and age that we live in is that it's just transporting you up to the place you need to get to with you putting in zero effort. And this person's complaining about it on Yelp. The problem with the show, and if I could give a little bit of advice here, is they could pick and choose the Yelp reviews and find some funny angles and have some takes on it rather than just, I'm going to read this in my crazy pirate voice. Hey, shiver me timbers. (laughs) Okay, I get it, but... Um, it gets old pretty fucking quick. <laughs> right. Oh my god, that crazy pirate voice is fucking. That needs. Yeah, I'm a crazy pirate voice guy. He's, he's like a Texan pirate. <laughs> yar! I didn't know where I was going with that at first. Give me some steak and some barbecue yonder. Yeah, and then walk the plank, y'all, matey. Walk. <laughs> walk the plank to some steak and barbecue. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, so that would be my yeah. advice is they could literally instead of just reading every one star review for a restaurant they could pick out funny ones it's almost like the reverse of and i'm going to say it again how did this get made does the uh uh second opinion what's it called second opinions yeah yeah the, which the is one great star which is the... great because they talk about how a movie sucks and then they read the five star reviews Right. For that movie. But these guys could literally just pick out things that are really funny and goof on them because there are one-star reviews for everything. You, you can go to Amazon products, restaurants, anything that there there is a thing for, there's people bitching about it, uh, which is absurd. I, 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 right. I think they're on to something. It's a great premise. Anyway, I don't have to tell them how to do their show. They're probably more popular than we are. We happen what to about, have 210 what about a, one-star reviews. So. Well, that's what I was going to say. What if, what if there was an offshoot of WATP, which was just two guys doing goofy voices reading the one-star reviews for this show? <laughs> I think we just did. I think we just did the pilot episode of that, Kevin. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> hey, uh, it's, was... Bill, it's Bill and uh, Phil from uh, <laughs> IT in Philadelphia. Hi, guys. <laughs> hey, guys. Yar, and it's the pirate too. <laughs> this is our characters. <laughs> Holy shit! Our show is so fucking ridiculous, and it, it's it's crazy to me. We do this ridiculous, immature, silly show that no one should take seriously, and then there's these people who take it very seriously <laughs> for some fucking reason, and yeah. are just continuing to troll us and and make threats. I have to play you this clip, Kevin. I, it's just unbelievable to me. There's there's a person. So just to back up real quick, I, you know, I, people know about the drama that's going on around this show. A lot of fun stuff. People listen to the show just to be offended and outraged and, and get pissed off. So there's a clip that's going around online, taken out of context of uh, myself and, uh, and Doug from Who's Right and just making a quick, you know, one-off kind of joke about, Whatever, you know, the the unfortunateness of uh, someone with autism having bad things happen to them, which wasn't about anyone specifically. It was just a fucking throwaway joke. But people have really lost the context of what that was and what we were trying to do and, and the joke there. And Kevin, you're not going to believe this smug asshole who sent me this voicemail. This is just the most smug thing anyone's ever sent me. I can't get enough of it. Hi, yeah, Carl, honey. Say, listen there, buddy. You don't know who I am, but, uh, uh, yeah, I got a 14-second clip of your voice. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm making fun of a child that was uh, raped with autism. Uh, tell me that ain't you, would ya? Uh, uh, actually, matter of fact, it's all over the place, and uh, I just kind of wondered if that was you. Uh, did you make an apology to that family that you thought that was so funny about them being raped, their daughter being raped? Anyway, Carl, uh, why don't you get back with me here on uh, the Facebook or uh, or whatever to let me know uh, um, what's going on. You know, I, uh, that's a little disturbing, Carl. 
uh, people won't find that funny. You know what I'm saying, baby? Uh, that's not a good thing. All right, let me know there, sweetheart, what you're doing. I'm giving you a chance to explain yourself there, sweetheart. Aw, isn't that nice? You're giving me a chance to explain myself. There's a lot of terms of endearment in there, actually. <laughs> I know. Is that the fucking sweetheart most... and baby? And... Come on, baby. Come on. Come on, sweetheart. Now, come on, darling. Come on. Uh, just to, to step back here, you're yeah. getting voicemails from people now? Well, Kevin, I, I don't even scratch the surface of the harassment that's been going on. You're so lucky you left the show. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. It's not like I dodged a huge <laughs> yes. fucking bullet. Yes, you did, sir. Uh, oh, by the way, you're co-hosting this week. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> it's gonna be a lot oh, of fun boy. for you. <laughs> oh boy! Great. Sorry about that, buddy. Uh, yeah, I just thought that was hilarious. Here is this throwaway joke that Doug fucking just said real quick, and now it's turned into a real person and a real incident that I have to apologize to a fucking family about. And hey, come on, sweetheart, you gonna apologize to that fake family that doesn't exist? I had this thing that didn't happen. Happen? Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get right out of that. You fucking retard. Holy shit. <laughs> <Okay>. <sighs> it's unbelievable. This uh, is how did this turn into this, Kevin? We started this a couple years ago. We were just gonna goof on jerks, and now it's turned into this. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's missing. I think you're missing shitty impressions on your show. I think that that's that, what it needs to be. So if, you, if you're doing it. it as a character, maybe people don't get so offended. People are taking um, it seriously because Dorkles isn't on the show. Dorkles. That's exactly right. No, because we'd have people, you know, you'd have people calling and be like, I am a, I work for the clown guild and uh, this is not appropriate to talk about clowns. We do not have clowns that are called Dorkles. I don't Dorkles think would be an offensive name. I don't think Dorkles is even a real clown. I have a <laughs> feeling it's one of them, their characters that Kevin comes up with. <laughs> so Kevin, we've talked about a lot. We made, uh, we, we, we had a really great review of worst meatball sandwich ever we read some recent WATP reviews we listened to some lunatic call me sweetheart for a while so you know what that means kevin <laughs> what does it mean girl it means it's time for the teaser kevin you familiar with this bit you know this part of the show a little bit, a yeah. Little bit. <laughs> I think I remember okay. it. So this is the part of the show, in case you forgot, where we play a clip from the podcast that we'll be reviewing next week. We hmm. call it the teaser. Oh, all right. I it's just it. a short so clip. Teasing. All right. Well, Kevin, here's the thing. We're not going to actually review this podcast now, because then it wouldn't huh. be a tease. It would be the actual show. This is just okay. a tease of what we will be doing. Huh. Yeah. It's uh, it's an interesting concept. You should. Yeah, uh, I know. Yeah, I invented it. I invented the oh. the idea of the of the tease. Huh. Are we done with this bit now? Is that? Yeah, I okay. think I think that's probably <laughs> probably <laughs> enough. All right, here's a clip from the show that we'll be reviewing next week. All right, this is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Jake LaMotta of podcasting, a.k.a. the Jeff Ruland of podcasting, a.k.a. the Gringo Man Dingo. I'm here with G. Moody, whose last name rhymes with duty, the three-time podcast co-host of the year. Yep. Friday night edition, primetime Friday night fights edition of the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. We're doing it rough, rugged, and raw. Me and G. Moody, back to basics, fundamentals only. Mm-hmm. I'm out in Los Angeles at the Gloom Tomb Studios, the coveted, world-famous Gloom Tomb Studios. Yeah. Uh, I love watching you play uh, the air bass. <laughs> I love that bass line. All right, this is a podcast called I Am Rappaport. This was brought to our attention by our friend Emily. This podcast, Kevin has 41,000 people who have rated it. Holy shit. 41,000 customers have gone onto iTunes and said, I want to give this a star rating. Of those 41,500 people, 36,000 have given it a one-star review. Wow. It's amazing. Holy shit. I didn't... <laughs> I didn't think there was any shows that had that many ratings at all. On, uh, I know. Shows, but. I know. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. So this show, we're going to listen to episode 410. 
And let me tell you what the title of this episode is. Do you have a minute? <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's called A Veggie Bleeding Burger slash Kaepernick versus the Unwritten Rules of the NFL slash NYK Next Head Coach slash 2018 NBA Playoff Prediction slash Sick Fucks of the Week. Hmm. It's pretty That's much it? the show description is the title. Uh, right, I was just about show. to say, it sounds like we we don't even need to listen to it. Though. Right, everything, completely... that everything that happens in the show is already in the title. <laughs> I think we got it. Anyway, Michael Rappaport, who is a famous something or other, I know him for playing fantasy football. I don't know. Has he done other things besides that? Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I, I actually loved him. You, have you seen True Romance? You ever seen that movie? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, he's great in that movie. He's great in that uh, he's movie. He's very, very good in that. And he's good in Copland. Okay. Uh, he's, he's uh, yeah, he's, he is a, a famous actor, I believe, mm-hmm. is, uh, yeah. is what he's known for. But anywho, we're going to be listening to I Am Rappaport, and that should be a fun show next week. And you know why it should be a fun show next week? Why is that? I don't either. I don't know. What? <laughs> Will it be any good? Why do you want to listen to that? What a terrible tease. You know, the, the whole point of the teaser is people should be excited about it. And now we just played this clip and people are like, oh, shit, I got to listen to a show that 36,000 people think sucks. Well, oh, there are some people who, who do have that impression. Yeah. Like, oh, I have to listen now because I have to write a fucking shitty review or I got to leave a voicemail uh, <laughs> or something. I'm forced to listen to Rappaport. To... Yeah. This is true. This is true. Well, Kevin, thank you so much for coming back on the show. Sure. It's been a uh, it's been a blast catching up with you. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's it's good to be back. Um, hopefully, I don't receive a bunch of hate mail and and things. I, no I tried to keep an even keel here and uh, not going into waters that were uh, taboo uh, according to listeners. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean that's a really good strategy to have. Let's not offend anyone on the internet. Yep, that'll be no problem at all. I'm sure there it's will be a tricky. single person on the internet who will be offended by anything that you said. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, anything you want to plug, Kevin? Uh, I, the, there's nothing I need to plug. No, so please, nothing. join us again next week because it might be the episode where we find out once and for all who are these podcasts. Sleep well and beat it, every pony. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. Gives a shit who gives a fuck. Thanks a lot, Carl. You know, who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense. W-A-T-P. 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 W-A-T-P.